Hello, motherfuckers. Welcome back to another episode of the Seth Atari Podcast. I'm your host, Seth Atari, and today I'm joined by our brand new co-host, Alyssa Roberts. How are you doing, Alyssa? Hey, thank you for having me as your co-host. I'm doing really good. For sure. Sorry, for sure. <laughs> how are you enjoying? Uh, how are you enjoying fall? Um, I'm very much enjoying it. I can go outside a little more without worrying about being burned. It's it's nice. I like the weather. Still too hot, if you ask me. It could be colder for sure. Uh, so, uh, as I just mentioned, you are a brand new co-host for the Seth Atari podcast. How does that feel? I'm really excited, and I feel like this is a very big responsibility for me. So I'll it's do my not, best. It's not a big responsibility, really. Okay. So let's uh. Um, how are you enjoying uh, the uh, the pumpkin spice uh, candle over there? <laughs> I think it smells amazing. Good. As you can see, uh, I go all out for <laughs> for our recording sessions to make everyone feel comfortable. Yep, and everyone, uh, every guest, and every person who does the podcast gets to go take a trip to Dutch Bros. Yeah, so a little behind the scenes, uh, you get Dutch Bros when you come on the show. Paid we're for not, by me. We're not, yeah, we're not sponsoring Dutch Bros, though. No, and I might switch it from Dutch Bros, because uh, it's pretty nasty this time. So, so uh, what games have you been playing lately? <clears throat> uh, now time for our segment, uh, first segment. What games have you been playing lately? Alyssa, what games have you been playing lately? I've... And we don't edit our show. We keep it all natural, so I'm keeping that in. Okay. Um, I dip into Breath of the Wild sometimes. That's pretty fun. I love how free it is. It's You can climb anything, and I love the gliding. The gliding is so satisfying. Yeah, but it's definitely a great game. Top-tier Zelda game. Top-tier Switch game. Uh, what have you been doing in Breath of the Wild? I've been trying to clear out my um, side quest list. Well, uh, which uh, which ones have you been doing in particular? The current one that I'm doing right now is I think I show this little kid is like asking to see these different weapons and stuff. So I've been um, just like searching around everywhere looking for whatever weapon he wants to see. It's fun. I, I remember this quest and I, I don't know if I remember watching you do this quest or if I was doing it, but... Uh, how many weapons are you supposed to show this kid? Because I, I thought it was just one. <clears throat> I have no idea. I'm not. I'm still not done doing it. I'm not very consistent on it either, though. But there's there's quite a few. How many have you done so far? Um, I feel like at least ten. Ten? Maybe. Damn. Yeah. Or at least close to. Have you been looking for Koroks? Um. I don't normally go on the hunt for them, but if I see something that could be, you know, like something a little off, I'll definitely go out the way to do it, but I don't hunt them. Yeah, uh, my recent playthrough, because my original playthrough was actually on uh, a different Switch, and whenever I ended up buying the game for myself, uh, started I decided to start fresh. And, uh, yeah, I'm trying to get all the Koroks during it because, uh, because it's, uh, something I wanted to do 
last time, but it's, yeah, it's hectic. It's not worth it, really. And that's kind of why it's, I stopped. <clears throat> well, if you ever do want to go back to Breath of the Wild, you know, I guess there's always something to do. Yeah, definitely. A game that'll last a lifetime. But I like, I like taking screenshots of, like, the ones that look kind of cool. Because I think about either, like, recreating it in some art media or getting it tattooed. So yeah. pretty cool. For sure. Kind of like uh, what I do. I recreate them in Minecraft. Hmm. I got oh, yeah. over 2,000 views on one of my videos because I recreated Luigi's Mansion in Minecraft. Oh, that's right. And someone commented on it saying that theirs is better. I think that they were just trying to bait you into watching theirs because there's... It was good, but it wasn't better. And I did like that comment because that's one of my biggest accomplishments so far as uh, <laughs> someone who posted on YouTube. Uh, getting a comment like that was an honor. Yeah. So shout out to that comment. Uh, everybody go watch uh, Luigi's Mansion recreated in Minecraft by Seth Atari, the YouTube channel, and like that person's comment. <laughs> yeah, and maybe even check out their video. Definitely, and subscribe to him. And maybe me if you want. Maybe. So, Alyssa, what have you been watching on TikTok lately? TikTok. Um, I like going on people's lives randomly. And what kind of, like, what's your, uh, what's your For You page like? My For You page? Um, That's what it's called, right? A lot of, yeah. <laughs> a lot of people making art and uh music like people trying to start their own make a name for themselves i guess normally a lot of people with their own businesses and stuff it's a lot of creative people i like it that's good creative like like us yeah and our podcast yep thanks for listening yeah i, I look at watch but it's a not lot over yet oh i do watch a lot of podcast podcast you clips. watch them podcast clips on YouTube. I oh. mean TikTok. Oh. Now you ask me what I've been playing. <laughs> Seth, what have you been playing? Oh, well, thank you so much for asking. I've been playing The Last of Us for the PlayStation 4. Ooh, Shout out to Jonathan Duarte, who gave me a PS4 for my birthday. Hell yeah. I heard that game's like... What are the graphics like? Uh... They are good. You can kind of tell it's an older game, but it's kind of remastered for the PS4, so I don't know what the PS3 one looks like. Um, but it looks really good. There was this one scene. Uh, you kind of escape this building, and then you're in the uh, like the woods all of a sudden. And it was a really beautiful scene. It looked really good. I was actually impressed by that. Uh, but I just got through this really long chapter it uh it was when i auto save or when i saved the game it was called pittsburgh so i'm going to call it the chapter pittsburgh but i think i just got through uh had to jump off a bridge yeah it was pretty fun pretty good game i'm still Jeez. at the beginning of it but it's good how long is that game supposed to be i don't know <laughs> um i heard that game uh was a little little uh aggressive i saw you play bits and parts of it it's it's pretty messed up yeah it's scary too at times <clears throat> so uh yeah 
That's what I've been playing, Last of Us. Um, I want to get into that game, too. It looks really, really good. Not really much other than that. I kind of want to beat that game before I do anything else, but like I said, I think I'm just at the beginning. It is a, It is kind of hard to keep out one video game until it's done, instead of starting a bunch of them. It's like sure. me with art. Now it's time for our second segment, Super Mario Stinky Wiki, where normally I would go on the Super Mario Wiki page and click on a random page and we would discuss it, but that's not what we're doing today. Today's going to be a little bit different. We're going to talk about the Super Mario movie trailer that just released yesterday. Oh, boy. Have you seen this trailer? I have. And what did you think of it? Um, I thought something looked different about Mario but I could not for the life of me figure out what it was. Yeah, he has no ass. That's what it was. That, yeah, that was very disappointing. Um, He had a little bit of a hand for last. Yeah, (laughs) that was their first first mistake. And then I think the difference was, like, you said the arched eyebrows. Yeah, his eyebrows more arched. They're a little thicker, too, in the movie. And then I think his face is, like, slightly longer. And in the original... He's like, it's like a little wider, I think. I don't know. You could just tell something's a little different. Yeah. Which is expected. It looks a little uncanny. It looks like Mario, but Illumination, the animation studio behind this movie, got their grubby little minion hands all over it and really, uh, really tampered with the Mario that I know. But other than that, um... I think, I think Toad's voice is... Very good. I like it a lot. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Toad, yeah, Toad's voice was good. Jack Black is Bowser. Um, was, oh, yeah, that was great. Yeah, it was good, just a little off. It. I liked it at first when Bowser first appears. And first of all, when the Bowser's sort of like ship is hovering above the this ice world, uh, the lava comes down and starts melting the ice. I thought the lighting and the impact of that was really cool. Um, And then Bowser comes out. He does this little growl that's kind of reminds me of uh, the beginning of Mario Galaxy, the way he would snarl and growl. But you could hear like a a smidge of uh, Jack Black's voice. And I was like, ooh, that sounds... (laughs) Yeah, that's crisp. That's awesome. But then he starts to talk. He says, open the gates. And he yells it. And then I'm like, okay, I can see that. And then he talks a little bit more, and I'm just like, all right, it's just, just sounds weird coming out of... Like, you're looking at Bowser, you're looking at his mouth move, and you're hearing this Jack Black voice. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a little weird. It's going to be a little weird. And they just chose, like, all the big names in the book, I think. But it was more like an educated guess sort of thing. Like, there are people that did really good voices i think like i really like bowser but i've got like i'm a huge fan of jack black and um excuse me and uh i think toad is great and mario's voice yeah how did we skip over mario's voice well i was we were getting to that (laughs) i think uh i think they casted these people just out of their name recognition. For sure. And about half of them are going to try try hard to uh, to bring their roles, like, 
to be as faithful as they can with what they have to work with. Um, Respectfully. Rewatching the trailer, because I've watched it a few times, uh, each time I watch it, I like it a little more. Uh, I think the first time I watched it, I liked it the least, and I think it was because of that initial cringe that I felt. Like, the penguins made me cringe pretty hard. <laughs> There's just full-on illumination, like, minions, whatever other movies they make. Arts, like, uh, not art style, but um, humor, for sure. What video were we watching where they said it was Pablo from the backyard? Yeah, <laughs> I don't remember exactly, but yeah. That was hilarious. That's because that's exactly who it looks like. I don't know how else they would have made it look, so they probably did a good job, I think. But <laughs> <laughs> if you think of Pablo from the backyard again, it's hard to unsee it. And they even have him wearing the whole like king outfit too, so it matches up perfectly. It's hilarious. Yeah, uh, yeah, those those penguins <laughs> didn't like that. But other than that, uh, when I heard Chris Pratt's Mario again, uh, initially you hear Chris Pratt and you're just thinking, oh, it's just the Chris Pratt voice. Mm-hmm. But upon rewatching it, uh, he is trying to do a little voice. There isn't much to work with. There isn't much to hear yet. It's like two seconds of him talking. Um, but as soon as uh, we get more of that, I'll, I'll have a better opinion on it. But so far, I'm not super impressed. But then again, it's a it's a definitely for kids movie, so I don't know why I'm expecting so much out of it. Cause it's Nintendo too. I guess so. You know, we have high hopes for Nintendo. And this has been a really anticipated movie for a long time. They haven't given us anything for a while. Uh, so. I was definitely uh, hyped for for this trailer, and my expectations may have been a little... I didn't know what to expect, but my expectations were still high for some reason. I think it's reasonable because they're the characters that we kind of grew up with playing and stuff. They're our childhood characters, and we want to see them, like, portrayed respectfully and well. So it makes sense to expect a lot. I think what I want out of a, a Mario movie is to just see the Mario world for an hour and a half to just watch that colorful world on screen, which is probably what I'm going to get with this movie. So maybe I will be satisfied because I don't really expect much story wise. I don't expect much character wise because a lot of the Mario characters are one note characters like uh, Mario and Peach. Like what else is there to those characters? Yeah. Right. Luigi, I have high expectations for because he has more of a character. He's more of the scaredy cat. Yeah, he's kind of. Yeah, he's the number two. Yeah, I can't wait to see, see him on screen. That one second of him, running from dry bones, I really <laughs> like that. So but I can't wait to see more of that. You can hear the Charlie Day. Speaking of Charlie Day, today is the day that we move on to the next segment, that I like to call. Champion Chat, formerly known as Pokemon Talk, but I'm changing it to Champion Chat. Okay. Mini. Where did the champion come from? Pokemon Champion. Oh, okay. You're the new, ch- the guest is the champion, and we're chatting, and I'm also the champion. Well, I'm a co-host, I'm not a guest. Right now you're both. 
<laughs> I guess so. So this episode, spoiler alert, is going to be about Pokemon after we're done talking about these segments. Uh, so any normal episode that's not about Pokemon, we're going to have this segment called Champion Chat Mini, where we'll discuss a little bit about Pokemon. But if the episode is about Pokemon, then that episode is going to be called Champion Chat. It's like a series of episodes. So any Pokemon topic is going to be in the series Champion Chat. Does that make sense? Okay, yeah. Okay, so to start off our Champion Chat, uh, have you seen the new Scarlet and Violet Pokemon trailer? I have not. Have you seen the new Pokemon Ferrigarath? Yes. You have? Yeah. And what do you think of that? He looks like a little astronaut. <laughs> astronaut? Yeah. Okay, yeah, he does. He's got, like, this helmet. It's, like, I guess what was on his tail. Yeah, the little but chain now, chomp. But now, yeah, but now it's, like, around his head. But there's, like, a clear shield, I think. It looked like there was. And, yeah, and, and that head does close, too. So he does bite down on the, the head and close the the mouth. Oh, which oh, I've seen I that, and see it, looks, that. it looks weird. I Let me see. see that. I think I have official art for him pulled up right here. I did. So, yeah, here he is right here. Just imagine Frick. that head closing. It looks even more like Chain Chop now. Oh, okay. I don't know why I thought there was like a shield around its face. It actually like comes out. Yeah. Uh, I think it looks a little too too goofy, honestly. <laughs> my vision of uh, giraffe rig evolution. Oh. My vision of a giraffe rig evolution would have been uh, the tail instead of coming up onto the head for some reason would. Uh, <laughs> form its own being like a nether giraffe and then maybe be like a darker version of the giraffe rig and maybe change it from a normal psychic to a normal dark type that was my idea wait so the tail would become the new pokemon sort of the tail would grow from just being a little tiny head to being a full-on creature maybe like a nether giraffe because well, if you what ever would seen, happen to giraffe rig then when that? It would be like cat dog. Like so, it just grows onto giraffe rig. Let me show you beta giraffe rig because this is what I'm inspired by. So this is normal giraffe rig, right? Okay. And this is beta giraffe rig. No, that's not beta. Giraffe oh. This is beta giraffe rig. That looks like. Wait, is that official? Like, I know he has only one, but that looks so real, the one that you did click on. This is an original, uh, not original, but before they were finished with gold and silver, this was their original design for a uh, draft rig before they changed it. That's actually pretty cool. And they changed it into a chain chomp looking uh, little nub at the end of the tail instead. But I feel like that would have been a cool evolution to draft rig. Maybe just update that design. That's really cool, actually. I really like that. It's literally like cat dog. Exactly like cat dog. All right, and now it is time 
to get into the main segment, which is also Champion Chat. Today we're going to be talking about our history with Pokemon and general Pokemon information. So why don't you just go ahead and explain your, your history with Pokemon first. How did you first come to know it? And just, yeah, whatever you want, story you want to tell. Um, well, I never really got into Pokemon until I met you. Um, I think the first Pokemon game that I played was Heart Gold. But I, like, I, I barely got into that. Like, I touched it, <clears throat> and then uh, I just, I don't know, I just didn't play it. And then, um, after that, I don't know, after that, was it probably, like, it was probably, like, Pokemon Go or something. Because I didn't really get into it very much, but up until recently, I've been into Legends Arceus. And, uh, that game's pretty cool. I think I talked about it on the last podcast. It's, um... It's really fun and it's open world. It's very similar to Breath of the Wild in that way, but uh, doesn't have the gliding, so that sucks. There had to have been more games in between Heart Gold and Legend Arceus, <laughs> though, right? Um, you yeah, definitely... I was playing. I think I was playing Pearl right before this, and then what was the other game? Well, the first po- I know for a fact the first Pokemon game that you beaten was Pokemon Sword. Oh, that's right. Duh. I remember, yes. I did remember that one. And it sucks that that was the first one I ever played through because it was a terrible story. <laughs> well, the story was okay, I guess, but it was, it was, it sucks that it was my first playthrough. It was too easy, I guess. Full disclosure for, uh, for the listener, Alyssa is actually not really that big of a Pokemon fan. She doesn't really finish any of the games except for Sword and Shield. That, it's because Sword and Shield was very easy to get into, because it was an it was an easy game. Exactly. It wasn't so. very it wasn't very fun. So it was uh, the perfect game for you to start playing, but you just never picked up from there. I don't know. I just I don't know. I just kind of feel like it's. I mean, I like Pokemon and stuff like that. It's just hard for me to get. Prove into it. What's your favorite game. Pokemon? I I really like Pokemon like Psyduck and Ditto and um oh what was what was his name? Like Swamp Swamper? What was the one with the little antlers? Whooper. Whooper. She's just those faces. I love those the, are like, gills. That Cause... stick out of its head? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, um, but yeah, I like, I like the goofy looking Pokemon, I guess, and acting ones. Slowbro. Do you have one in particular that you would rank above the rest? <sighs> um, jeez, that's hard. I guess, I guess Ditto, only because of its OP power of being able to turn into every Pokemon. Yeah. For sure. Ditto is a good one. I like Ditto. I like shiny Ditto. Ditto just transformed into a car and ran past my house. <laughs> so, Lissa, um, <laughs> Splatoon 3, are you familiar with uh, Splatfest? Yeah. 
Exactly. The upcoming Splatfest on November 11th is going to be a collab with Pokemon. And they're going to uh, make you choose between grass type, fire type, or water type. Ooh. Do you know which uh, which type you're going to side with? Water type for sure. And I'm actually, well, I won't spoil it. <laughs> I'll talk about that later. But why did you choose water type? I just feel like um, I feel like the water types have less weaknesses than grass, and I don't know. I just end up liking the water characters more too, just because they look. They look better, and uh, the moves seem stronger than grass types. But uh, fire, I think water water beats fire too. So it's usually those three types. And uh, I don't know, water just seems the best to me. And I like the element in general. For sure, I think that uh, water types do have tend to have easy designs to make look cool because of all the weird looking sea creatures that they could base them off of yeah so Alyssa, do you have any thoughts uh closing thoughts about uh pokemon before i get into my history with them um i would like to get into them i would like to get into pokemon more for sure it's just you know when you want to play a game but you're just really not in the mood to and it just kind of seems like a lot well i think i need to push myself a little more to play an actual game from pokemon and and i think i will soon that'll be my new year's resolution to start a pokemon game new year's that's too long the new I game's know. in november oh really yeah well it'll it'll be a game i'll play through the new year's eve all right, and we'll hold you to that, that. won't we, long. listeners? Uh, okay. <laughs> okay, I will. And don't worry, listeners, our next guest, even though this is technically not a guest, she's a co-host, is a big fan of Pokemon. A little sneak peek uh, behind the curtains, little little taste of what's to come. <laughs> we have a big Pokemon fan a very special guest next week, so stay tuned for that. Anyway, now on to my history with Pokemon. I have a little bit of a a little bit of a bullet point note guide to go off of here. That's a lot. So it all started when I was born in the year nineteen ninety-nine. And then fast forward about four years, maybe five. Not sure. My Nana took me to a gas station. And at this time, I was into Star Wars. And I was really into Star Wars toys and collectibles. Nice. So she took me to the gas station and she said, oh, or liquor store or whatever it was. She said, like, get a toy from the wall behind the counter. So I looked Mm -hmm. up behind the counter and there was like Hot Wheels. I was looking for Star Wars toys, I remember. But there wasn't any. There was like Hot Wheels and maybe probably like Transformers and stuff like that. Nothing that really, really caught my eye. Mm-hmm. Except for one weird looking thing that looked about as weird as a Star Wars alien or something would be. <laughs> and it was Polyworld. And this was oh, my first. Yeah. My first 
encounter with Pokemon, but it really caught my eye. I didn't know what it was, so I said I want that. That's awesome. That's the very first Pokemon that you've ever, like, a very first Pokemon anything that you've ever owned was a Poliwhirl toy. That's awesome. Do you yeah. have it still? No. Unfortunately, I was a dumb child and something happened to it and it's gone forever. Dang. But uh, after that, I remember looking on like the back of the, the like packaging and seeing the other Pokemon and I was a really, really big like collector of toys because like I was into Star Wars and I really wanted all of the Star Wars toys. Was. Yeah, it was. <laughs> and uh, so when I got the Poliwhirl, I was like, oh, I want all the Pokemon. So my introduction to Pokemon was through the toys. Um, mm-hmm. But I do remember at one point my my mom and dad took me to Blockbuster and I was looking at uh, VHSs and they had Pokemon I recognized and I asked to rent that and we watched Pokemon the anime for the first time. So I remember going from toys to the anime Mm -hmm. and then one day I remember being really sick but I remember being a really high fever like I should have went to the hospital but I didn't and I was probably like you were all right I guess obviously yeah I was all right (laughs) Uh, in the end but I was probably about 6 years old and I was really sick and my grandma took me to my aunt's house and my cousin was there and they all felt really bad for me because I was really sick and my cousin ended up giving me his hand-me-down Pokemon collection so it was a box full of toys and VHS's so that just that just built the collection and built the hype around Pokemon for me wow that's a lot that's so, awesome so yeah, then I ended up uh, being really into Pokemon. My parents ended up recognizing that I really liked it. So for my, I think it was my sixth birthday, maybe seventh, uh, on August 10th. Happy birthday. <laughs> uh, we had a little birthday party at my, my Nana's house. And... Uh, I got my very first Pokemon game, which was Pokemon Fire Red for the Game Boy Advance. Also sort of my very first personal game. Who ever. was your starter? Uh, I think it was Bulbasaur because uh, I remember not knowing what I was doing, barely being able to read, <laughs> and stumbling around, and then I uh, got an encounter with a Charmander. I was like, oh, I did something right. Here's a Charmander. <laughs> So I must have chose Bulbasaur, and then my my rival must have chose Charmander, and then initiated the fight, and that's what uh, happened. Yeah. So I, that was my first game, and then around December of that same year, I think, uh, I got Emerald. Mm-hmm. So two Generation 3 games, which is why Generation 3 is and probably will always be my favorite generation. Super nice. big bias on those, but... I still think they're solid. Okay, you've have you run through them recently to confirm why you like them? Uh, yeah, I have played Fire Red recently, and I think it does hold up still just as much. Okay, it's good. It's good to know that you don't uh, make mistakes based on nostalgic reasons. 
I actually believe that uh, if you're going to play the Kanto games that where Generation 1 is based on, Fire Red and Leaf Green is probably the best ones to go off of. Better than Red, Blue, Yellow, and Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee. That's my personal opinion. No bias there. You'd be a fool if you got a game that you remembered was really good from your childhood and it ended up being absolute trash. Imagine that, doing that. That doesn't matter. Most of the time. <laughs> as long as you love the game, that's all that matters. Shark Tale? <laughs> Except for Shark Tale. Shark Tale. <laughs> uh, so after that, I got Diamond and Pearl and I played all the games up until that. But there was a little break that I took from Pokemon around Black 2 and White 2 in 2012 uh, because uh, someone made fun of me for liking Pokemon. So I, And my friends stopped playing Pokemon for a little bit. So I felt like it was time to stop. Aww. But I couldn't, so I was playing them in secrecy. You the old life. ones. But then I actually lost interest in Pokemon after that. Uh, like, in, like not interest in Pokemon, but interest in playing any of the newer ones. Uh, so I didn't get X and Y. I skipped that. And then remakes of my favorite generation, Generation 3, came out with Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. And that lured me back in. And uh, I ended up completing the National decks in... Alpha Sapphire over one summer break. Dang. And that and that's me... why... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. And that's why you can't uh, let people tell you how to think or feel or what to do. You just you just gotta not care and do your thing. And I have been doing that ever since. I completed the National Dex and I've been obsessed with Pokemon and my Pokedex ever since. Nice. I've since ran through... Um, Went through all the Pokemon my national decks and swapped out which ones weren't originally mine, and switched them out with like recaught the the Pokemon that weren't mine because I got a lot of them from Wonder Trade and stuff, so I ended up going and catching them for myself instead of having somebody else's, and uh, then I wanted to challenge myself further and I caught every Pokemon from their original generation. So like if it was a Tauros. I w- it would have to be from red and blue. If oh it was a Lotad, it would I have to be remember. from Ruby Sapphire. I remember you were doing all of that. Oh my gosh. Speaking of Pokemon, I actually found something when I was when I was cleaning stuff. I actually found like a little a little book full with Pokemon cards. Do you want me to grab that real quick? I'm gonna show you. Okay, sure. I'm gonna show you real quick. I thought it was weird that it was away from everything else, but oh, I yeah. found that. Yeah, I found this recently. It was in uh, a records box. This was... Uh, I think I found this outside in my uh, at my mom's house. I was like, why is this outside? And I took it. What kind of Pokemon cards are in there? Nothing special. Uh, Squirtle. <laughs> Kakuna. Charmander, Litwick, Litorino, Fairy, Paris, Golbat, Mankey, 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 <laughs> Machoke, Tentacool, Magnemite, Magneton, Magnemite again, 
Shelter, Ghastly, Haunter, Onyx, Haunter, Voltorb, Electrode, Voltorb, Licky Tongue, Machop, Machop. Are there any special cards in there? Not at all. <laughs> They're all common. So, this thing I was excited about is just pretty insignificant. <laughs> no. Finding Pokemon cards is always good. Okay. I find them at work all the time. Okay. Okay. All right, and that's been our episode that I like to call Prelude to Pokemon because we are beginning Champion Chat, a new series of Pokemon talk that will be scattered throughout this run of the Sethatari podcast. He wanted to uh, question someone who does not know like anything, hardly anything about Pokemon right before he questions someone who knows a lot about Pokemon. I'm not questioning you. I'm not questioning anybody. Interviewing, I'm sorry. I'm just chatting with champions. This has been Champion Chat. Thank you for listening <laughs> to the Sethatari podcast. Alyssa, anything you want to say before you go? Um, I'm about to put out some pictures of these shirts that I made. I still have to put them through the wash test to make sure the ink stays, but be on the lookout for that on my Instagram. And um, maybe give my other socials a follow on all of them. It's under Alyssa Flavored. Yeah, that's it. All right, follow the show, uh, Seth Atari Pod, on Instagram. And uh, follow my YouTube. Don't forget to subscribe to that at Seth Atari. Make sure you like that comment on the Luigi's Mansion video. And uh, see you all in the next video. Bye.